Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Uh, this is uh, Matt. This is our last show. Uh, this is our last show in a weekly format. We'll, yeah. we'll not say it's our last show forever. Yeah. Quit texting us, guys. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> Derek's Derek's cancer scan was negative. I, I'm, Calm I'm down. We're making it. No, no cancer scans. Uh, but Matt, speaking of of I guess unfortunate things, uh, the news today that uh, Tina Turner has passed away, which is why we opened the show with the music that we did. Uh, very sad. Uh, she was given the name the Queen of Rock and Roll. Uh, she has lived in Switzerland now for I guess a couple decades and. Just somebody who was absolutely iconic, uh, probably. If I mean, when I was young, I, that was probably the first female singer that I right. remember. Right. Uh, actually, you know, listening and saying, I know exactly who that is. Tina Turner. I don't, I don't remember anything. I you, guess you've seen one. the movie, right? Oh yes. Yeah. yeah movie, what a yeah. good movie. Angela Bassett won the Academy Award playing her. Man, so much of that. She 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 worked out and got a certain oh, no, look was, to her that she, was she tremendous. Was yeah. She was she, she was, was uh, Linda Hamilton before yes. Linda Hamilton. I watched. Hey, something. Speaking of Tina Turner. Uh, there's something that's been on HBO. It's about it's like it's like six. Have you seen it yet? Six feet from stardom, ten feet from stardom. No, I seen that. It's about backup singers. Really, really oh, good documentary. Cool. Yeah. You take for granted. We don't even realize some of the backup singers that out there that you're like they stayed in the shadows, but they made songs that that were just, the story about the lady who sang on Rolling Stones. What is it? Brown? Oh, I've, I've heard that story. Yeah, before. Yeah, it, yeah, tremendous. Yeah. What, what, hey, what about the backup singers to Millie Vanilli? I mean, just robbed. <laughs> <laughs> the most famous people in the history of the 80s. They were amazing, and we don't even know who they are. I have no idea. They, those, I've said this on the podcast before. I know it's our last show, weekly show. It had to have been Jabba the Hutt. But it I had mean, to have been Jabba I, I, the Hutt and some, the, the most grotesque-looking people for them to – so for us to hey, still know, yeah. thirty years later, we don't know who they are. Hey, HBO, unbelievable. Um, HBO, that is it. What, what, what are we doing? Like, what, what are you up. waiting on? Let's go. You know I what? Need to see that episode. Right. If Amazon Prime came out and said, "Hey, for ninety nine dollars, we're going to show you who Millie Vanilli was," I'm in. <laughs> Take my money. Just give me the whole backstory. I want to know. Take I mean, my we've, money. we've read about it. How? No, I want the whole backstory. Give me the full two hours of what happened and how in the world they got away with that through the Grammys. Yes. Through the Grammys, yes. <laughs> yeah, what fantastic. a great documentary that would but be! But Tina Turner, um, she you know so passes away, just a you know another icon, uh, just very sad. And show Matt, yeah. we've covered unfortunately you know many uh, in our uh, almost three years of coverage here under the water tower, uh, and so just uh, we kind of want to end the show with a, a tribute to just a, a wonderful singer, performer, and woman. And has a Mississippi, Memphis area background, right. of course. I mean, just a big uh, icon. We, like you said, she's lived in Switzerland the last you know twenty years, give or take. Um, obviously, stopped touring year, years ago. Died at eighty three. Um, but uh, really, Tina Turner was awesome. I mean, let's not forget she was a big part in a Mel Gibson movie. Oh yeah, that was huge. Ooh, I mean, love that Mad Max. I grew up on Mad that Max stuff. Awesome. I mean, Beyond Thunderdome was awesome. I mean, that whole scene yeah. was was awesome. That's great. Yeah, she was she was really good. But uh, anyway, as we've talked about and mentioned it, and we've had numerous wonderful texts. People reach out to uh, my wife and and say, "Hey, uh, they're not serious, are they?" And um, look, things are going to be a little bit different. You won't hear our voice on a weekly basis, but you will still hear some different things from Derek and myself. We're working through maybe the summer. Derek has some time off. I've got some different things where I'm out of town. So who knows when the UTW podcast will pop back up and you know you can hear some different things we've talked about having some shows maybe when we come back into the uh maybe the school year or something when life settles down a little bit and we could do some things so maybe about alderman meetings or something like that uh, Derek, i am glad that we are wrapping up before the election stuff the uh, number no. of people that have shook my hand in the last four weeks and i could tell they're thinking to them they're, i can tell they're this close to asking when are we going to interview for the podcast yeah. um we're not well and, and again we're not <laughs> 
stopping because of that reason. No, not at all. It's just it, it is something you know. But we I. I did enjoy it the first time. There was a lot that we learned, a lot that uh, hopefully we passed along to the citizens to learn. Yes. But it is nice. Not That was a lot of work on our part, a lot of scheduling. Uh, and I, I will say that having that time, having that free time uh, this summer, because, again, it's August yes, 8th, of course. Uh, having uh, that free time this summer, not having to worry about that around everybody's vacation is, is going to be a nice thing. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't thank you enough. Thank you for going on this almost three-year-long journey with us on the UTW podcast, you'll hear our voice again. We really, really appreciate all the fun that we've had. Uh, well over about 260-plus shows that we've done over the last almost three years. And nearly the entire ride, Derek, we've had the same presenting sponsor who has helped us and, uh, well, been a little bit of a constructive criticism. Can we say that? <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. a He's been, a, he's been a very loyal listener, and a as most of you guys know, that's why he's such a good realtor. Oh, yeah. That's why he's the number one real estate team in DeSoto County. He may or may not have an opinion on something. <laughs> uh, and, and, and let me tell you something. He will constantly stay on top of things. Oh, no. He'll stay on top of things. Yeah. And actually, yeah, he will definitely uh, stay on top of things. But, hey, Brian, we really appreciate your faith in us over the last three years. We really appreciate what you've done for us. Also, Ms. Terry Thomas, part of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County. They have been our presenting sponsors for uh, almost the last three years and we really appreciate all the hard work they have now combined over 70 years of combined real estate experience they're the number one real estate team for the last 14 years in DeSoto County they have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate it is still a very good time to list your home in Hernando, DeSoto County, in the Mid-South. They are currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Simply give them your address. They can tell you all about your zip code. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your street, how long houses are staying on the market around you, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from a realtor in 2023. And we can now say it. They were recently voted DeSoto's Best for the sixth time. Again, that's DeSoto's Best for the sixth time. Give them a call, 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone for the last time, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search on their award-winning website, teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. Put in what you're looking for, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, school zones, all those different things, and let the award-winning website do all the work for you, teamcouch.com. Again, Brian, Terry, we really appreciate the support over the last almost three years. We look forward to uh, seeing you outside of the uh, Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studio so we can thank you personally. We really, really appreciate it. Podcast listeners, say it with me one more time. Every home needs a couch. Coming to you from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios, as we get started, go into the summertime. Uh, wow, Derek, I think we have eight pickups tomorrow when it comes to vans nice. for the mo- well, uh, and most of those vans are at the <laughs> Dave Matthews concert tonight, which you and I are going to attend, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, so we got to get them back early, get them clean, ready to go. Glad to support the Lander Center slash Snowden Grove. Really appreciate them, uh, you know, looking us up and being a part of the, uh, you know, comeback of the amphitheater. Excited about that. Really, um, you know, I'm looking forward to tonight, the opportunity to go and see the different changes, different things that they've made. So really excited about that. Mobile cars and vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce. Cars, trucks, vans. We help with insurance claims, transmission shops, mechanic shops. If you need a car, truck, or van for a day, a weekend, a month, we'd love to help. Give us a call today, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. We will be here all summer, ready to serve you if you need anything at all, any travel coming up for Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July. We're filling up fast, but we'd love to serve you if we can. 662-469-4555. Thank you, Mobile Cars and Vans.
Derek, typically we uh, set up our first part of the show. We talk about since our last show. Well, since our last show, we had the A-Fair. A-Fair was a big event. The Optimus Club here in the city of Fernando puts on the A-Fair every single year. I think we had a little bit of rain forecast early on. It was overcast till about 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. By the time I went out there, it seemed to be good crowds. The weather was nice, and uh, we hope everybody had a wonderful time at the A-Fair. Thank you to the Optimus Club and all the people that worked so hard to put on that really, really large event. As we announced in this spot last week, this is our last weekly show that we're going to be putting out. Thank you to all of our multiple sponsors that we have. We're going to give ads here in a little while, but thank you to everybody that has supported us over the last 33 months. Derek, we were doing a little reminiscing over our uh, off the air. What's your favorite part of the last 33 months? Well, do you have anything in particular that you're proud of over the last 33 months when it comes to the UTW podcast? I believe we tried to be as straight and neutral as possible. Right. Uh, tried to give, you know, I, you know, from the Alder meetings, whatever it happened to be, that it was uh, as straight and neutral as possible. So allow the the listeners to make their own decisions. Or you know, there was a couple of times made mistakes, and of course, you know, we corrected them on the air. But that, that was my main thing. Is to uh, I, I do, you know, I guess one of the things we could be proud of is that I think more in part. I mean, I, we could have been a lot more, you know, right, a lot sure. more left. But I think we stayed in the middle. I hope that we didn't show any favoritism in doing the interviews. I did enjoy doing those interviews, right. learning a lot. When you speak of interviews, we did a number of them from parks commissioners, all yeah, that. Yeah, not, not just the election. Right. Yeah, the all election the stuff we did. Yeah. For those that don't know, we did a we were we did a show for every alderman seat mm-hmm. and all the people that were were running for those we did a show for the mayoral candidates mm-hmm. and them and uh you know if for a little bit of behind the background on what that did we asked them the same questions we interviewed separately and did not share those questions no. with anybody and stuff so try to stay impartial uh, we having them together may not it, it could have been a little not not the mayors in general i'm talking about all the candidates would have been a little d- difficult so we yeah. had to do it that way and and i think um it, go back and listen to those shows i think they were very informative and really good and i think we did a very impartial and a a neat opportunity i was blown one thing i'll I'll take over Derek. it was man people even when you say it's not live it's amazing to me how people when a microphone is in front of their face whoo they get nervous we've gotten we've we've gotten good at it but um we've i say we've gotten more experience at it i want to say good at it However, I'm definitely not nervous when I walk in. No, 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 no. We walk, we walk in. We say, all right, let's 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 punch this show out, get this stuff done. But it is amazing to me because we would do a lot of editing to help people out because they they may take as long as 30, 40 seconds to get their next thoughts. Yeah, but and editing, but not. No, we didn't edit out. what they said. Right. We edited out the, the, the time where they were. Spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was there was definitely some blank stares in the mobile cars and van roll <laughs> studios when you'd ask somebody a question they'd be like oh <laughs> and then also uh, of course the, we did coaches uh, just different you know we the Todd Mastery other sure. people uh, from not necessarily for-profit business yep. usually had to do with the government uh, had to do with schools uh, obviously the softball team when they won the state championship uh, so just uh, you know many wonderful interviews uh, over the last you know two and three quarters years yep. that have been done and, and so I really enjoyed those something else I enjoyed is just the studying and the writing of the script and all that kind of stuff that's probably the stuff that really weighs you down right. but actually coming here to record is sure. fun yeah uh that's usually you know yeah. one of the highlights of my week and so well, really you and i are very that. close friends you and yeah. i are very close friends and we we talk a lot about stuff i think and i'll jump in sorry to keep doing that i think my f- favorite interview slash question if you recall i went to hernando high school and interviewed the senior softball players the freshman softball players the junior fr- all separately and interviewing those young ladies letting them say their names out loud what position they play all that kind of stuff was really really that was was a lot of fun i don't think they realized that's one of our most listened to shows obviously young people like hearing their voice or like hearing their question or you know they may get an opportunity to 
hey, I'll always get to hear Coach Witten's voice and that kind of stuff. So I thought that was pretty neat. But there's one particular player. Her name was Avery Wolf, who was Coach Wolf's daughter. She was a junior when they won the state championship. I asked her about her walk-up song, if you remember that. Yeah. Her walk-up song was uh, Waymaker, which would have been sung by a band called Leland at the time. And um, it was really interesting to see her when I asked her that question because she had no idea I was going to ask that question. But to see her think about it and have an opportunity to answer that question. And she was, she was honest and said, Hey, I had some things going on in my life and that song made all the difference. And that's my favorite question and favorite answer I've I've asked over three years because you just felt God right then. Mm -hmm. And you felt that every time she goes up there, you know, searching for strength to bat or get the next hit or help her team or whatever that the song Waymaker. And if you don't know what it is, it's a wonderful song, but that's what was, that's my favorite 20 seconds in the UTW podcast history. That's a really cool story. And Matt, I will say, um, my walk-up son in high school, if we would have had him, would not have been godly. It would not have been godly. Uh, sadly, you're, you're yes. <laughs> I would have yes. been uh, uh, EMF, Uh-oh. so it would not have been. Oh, God, that's the worst song. I love that song. Unbelievable. It was Absolute, a terrible uh, song. No, Derek, that, that was, is one of my least favorite 90s songs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Like, every time you walked out, Gosh, you're, just, you're screaming unbelievably. Step in the oh, What do you it. want? No, what do you want? No, what do you want? Terrible. <laughs> Gosh, I hate that song. So, I mainly God. hate it because it's just it's it's one of those songs that it's just – it has just enough beat to have an, an off beat to yeah, where it's yeah. like you – yeah. But, hey, good choice for a walk-up song. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, that's exactly but, what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, one of my least favorites. Sorry. Uh, so, I mean, that's just – you know, so many, many different things uh, I've enjoyed. Uh, over this time, I enjoyed uh, – uh, some of the, the best parts were our artwork. Really enjoyed putting those yeah. out. Uh, some of the titles that we had to our shows. I hope people have paid attention to those. Um, if not, then maybe go back and read those and get, get a few laughs. But do, just uh, Do we mention our groupies? Because they do, they are out there. They are out there. <laughs> the, the faceless. They do the exist. Faceless, they, yeah. Uh, those, those they faceless, know who they are. They know who they are. Exactly. Um, they know who they are. But, you know, it's not, you know, nothing that we ever, other than uh, a potential email ever here and there. Right. You know, I, I think the one thing, you know, if you want to say some regrets, I think one of the regret is, is that we may, we may miss a, a, a championship or two here uh, yes. that we'll talk about wow. here coming up. Another uh, regret I think I have, I think we could have done more uh, in the social media vein. Right. Um, and I think a lot of that is, that's an, another reason why, you know, people that are asking why are y'all ending this is the fact that I think, hopefully our information is still good. I mean, maybe not, maybe not this show, right. uh, but all the shows uh, uh, up to now. But I, but part of it is that I wish we could have done more in the social media space, not just promoting ourselves, but getting information out. Right. And because I'm not able to, and you're not able to, uh, I guess, put that time and effort into it, that makes it a little easier also to walk away because it's one of those things where I don't want the show to keep getting worse and worse because we right. keep getting busier. And you know, But that's one of the things I wish we could have done better sure. uh, was the social media aspect of it. So, I mean, there are some regrets along the way. Um, I, you know, I, I, again, um, maybe some people we should have interviewed that we didn't. Um, and But we both have real, real jobs or, or jobs that actually pay the bills. This is not what we do full-time. Um, I, we will mention here uh, – Maybe a couple of the podcasts to listen to, uh, to now that you have a free hour. But that those so are there are some regrets, but overwhelmingly it is uh, just been a really positive experience. I was blessed that we got to do that again. Shout out to Zach uh, over at OB Pod, which will be one of the ones that we do mention to you uh, that um, for you know showing us how to get started and then letting us and but not micromanaging, not hey man y'all need to do this and this, just kind of showing us, letting us feel our way, and uh, we kind of worked our way into what we have today. Yeah, Derek, I can I know for an instance. I had I had a gentleman ask me, "Hey, can I give you some advice for the podcast?" And I I was polite and said, "No, thank you." 
<laughs> I mean, no, 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 thank you. I mean, we, like you said, people don't see us when it's late at night and we're, we're, we're editing something or when you're, when you're watching the YouTube channel at the Alderman meeting, you know, as you're shaving to, to, so you could be uh, caught up on everything. And so look, we've had a great time. Uh, you know, we're no, I continue to say, I don't want people to think that we're downplaying how busy we are or they're not or whatever, but I, I mean, what a journey. I mean, 33 yeah. months of just fun and enjoyable time and, uh, just a great opportunity to be a part of, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, a little bit of history under the water tower. So glad to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, so again, mentioned the A-Fair last week. Wonderful success. Hope the Optimus Club had a great uh, thing. We're going to talk a little bit more about some other things to do on the square here shortly during our under the water tower shout outs. And Derek, um, if you're looking looking to vote soon when it comes to the uh, different races that are all around, can we talk about the number of signs that are already out? There, there's Thousands. I'll, I'll, Derek, I'm talking about. Thousands. I'm talking about signs everywhere, everywhere. already. Wow. It's, it's, again, I just hope they're all down August 9th. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. <laughs> man, it's, man, I'm, I'm ready. Whew, sign, it is Sign City all yeah. around Hernando right now. It really, really is. But, Derek, I know some things. I got some mail uh, just the other day telling me about redistricting, which knew, we knew was coming. Now it's out. Tell us all about redistricting in the uh, county of DeSoto. Yeah, so the redistricting has come out. Hopefully, everybody has received new cards uh, and or the uh, information telling you where that you will now vote and kind of what the district map looks like. Now, of course, this is all based on the 20 20 census and just how the cities had to go and redistrict which the city of hernando did and we've talked about it on our show before the county has now completed their redistricting which is what has been uh, hopefully mailed out to everybody maybe you're on their mailing list maybe you got it in the mail but those have been sent out and i want to go over real quickly uh most of hernando everybody listening uh probably to this show or or those that uh, are listening and can also you know vote in this area i should say are going to be either in District 4 or District 5. Those are the two districts that make up Nesbitt uh, and then most of Hernando or all of Hernando and then a little bit of uh, Lewisburg also. You know, District 4 would write current supervisor is Lee Caldwell. The District 5 supervisor currently is Michael Lee. Uh, if you got that information, it's, it's a lot for me to read on here. This is a, obviously an uh, audio show, not a visual show. Uh, but please go to the um, county website to be able to look at this. They've got it all updated. You will see, you know, where you vote. There's a, a about 10 polling locations, uh, depending on where you live for each district. Uh, and of course, the elected supervisors, again, in District 4 are Lee Caldwell Supervisor, Bobby Holloway is your constable, Sissy Ferguson is your election commissioner, uh, Brad Russell is your justice court judge, and Sheila Riley is the school board member. And then for District 5, which of course, Matt, is that's what you and I are, is uh, Supervisor Michael Lee, Constable Lee Hodge, Election Commissioner David Ross, Justice Court Judge Karen Sanders, and School Board Member Charles Barton. So again, these are the, the ones that they're not up for election. Um, some of these are not up for election right now, but when they do come up, this is where you are. Uh, you'll kind of find out that, that some of these are on a rotating basis, but... Please, 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 if you did not receive this information in the mail, uh, and if you have not seen anything about this, please, you know, you may want to call your supervisor, go online, and be able to find that. But um, this is something that you need to have. Election here in August, not necessarily, again, for these uh, people, but there is an election, so you may be voting at separate locations, uh, either in the, whenever the counties uh, come up for, uh, uh, you know, whenever the election cycle happens. So, again, look for that uh, information. And, yes, people, we did have information uh, on our last show. Yeah, so we did have. It wasn't sure all about we, us. No, it's not all about it's us. It's not all about us, but we're going to sure turn attention back to us. <laughs> so. We've got a little more information to come, but I uh, wanted to make sure we got that out there first. Yeah, I joke, of course, I'm not going to turn the attention back to us. I will say, Derek, since our last show, Hernando High School graduation. 
Twenty first, that's right. Yeah, went to that on Sunday. Hey, I really love what they do at the Lander Center. Shout out! I know some of the people at Lander Center now. I know how hard they work mm-hmm. each and every. They turn the page. I mean, I think they had three graduations on Saturday. Maybe ten, two, and six from three. That's right. Saturday, yeah, not Saturday, Sunday, not Sunday, Sunday yeah. but Saturday. Yeah, Hernando know, Sunday at three. Right, which yeah. I know how hard that worked. One cool thing: your mom is an educator. My mom was an educator. Is Corey Usselton, friend of the show? He's been on the podcast one or two times. At least once. At least once. At least once. Been on the podcast one or two times. It was a really neat thing. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Case is there reading the names and so forth. Just going to give a little bit of a uh, constructive criticism. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. We love our teachers. We love our administrators. We love our educators, all that stuff. Excitement when reading the names. Was it monotone? Excitement when reading the names. <laughs> okay. I highly want to encourage that. In the future, whoever's reading the name, can you give me – I know it's monotonous. I know it takes a little bit of time. I know it's a little bit um, – takes some a while. But I would have read 297 names, which is what it was the other night. Excitement for those kids. Can we take one more second, give a little bit of excitement? Let me ask you a question. So I talked to an educator, and they were comparing uh, some of the graduations. This okay. was before – this was – some of the um, Sunday before Hernandez. Oh, okay. So talk some of the high school graduations. Some of the high school graduations. All right. Like some graduations went two hours. Mm-hmm. Some went one hour. Yes. And I was like, well, what's the difference? The difference is the one that went one hour is because they didn't read every award that that child got. So what are your thoughts? Mm, this okay. is so in other words, they're like, their their point was, hey, they have 15 things hanging from their neck. Okay. You know they have all these honors. Okay. Um, just look at their neck and say, wow, that's a really smart kid. We don't need to read all 15. And so by, by cutting out reading of the all 15, okay. now I'm not saying they didn't have the same number. You know, the, the number of students is different in each school too. Yes, of course. But a lot of it is you know, so-and-so Smith, and then they, then they get 15 accolades that they have hanging around their neck. They just did not read those. Okay. And so literally saved an hour's worth of graduation. What are your thoughts on that? A little bit of a mix there. Uh, went to an award ceremony just a few days prior uh, for the ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade. Okay, um, I hear what you're saying. It's it's a little bit of a mix. If we've if we've spent twelve, thirteen years of schooling to get to this point, there are some kids that deserve to hear their name and what they've done. And there's a tasteful way to do it. It may add a little bit of time to the ceremony. Like, for instance, the thing that I have, we have like a Tiger Paw Club or something like that. We have a citizenship award, that kind of stuff. So what they would read the name. Uh, they would say Derek Big Lane, um, highest average in math, citizenship award, and superintendent's youth leadership class, right? Mm-hmm. So you got those three things said with your name, and they moved you right across the, the stage. Some of these leadership opportunities and some of these things where kids have given up a lot of time, a lot of effort, they made the effort. We can slow down a little bit, even if it adds five or ten minutes to the, the presentation, even if those kids have to come back out through their peers and, you know, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, come out and go on stage. It's okay. Yeah. If we've gone 13 years, we can we can spare another 15 minutes to recognize those kids the way they should be recognized. Right. That's one thing. Like, I mean, basically, basically it's like kind of like reading a resume. Yeah, like, but maybe not on, everything, but yeah. Like, I, I think that maybe you pick out two or three things sure. like, and let the child say, I want these three things read, you know, that sort of thing. But because, isn't that what the senior, I mean, the senior Sunday, like whenever they were awarded. Right. I, I think that yes. you do this outside. type stuff. Right. Yes. I okay. think that you do this yes. with the families sure. outside. Sure. But when graduation comes, hey, we see everything. I understand. Like, yeah. you know, just, you yeah. know, let's, it, we know it's going to be long. Right. And we've got three more of these to do. I, I don't know. I, I could see both sides of it. I just, I thought it was interesting. Graduation, I didn't, maybe that time to do it. I didn't realize, like, I, I would assume Corey or somebody would say, 
no, this is the standard. We're going to read. You know, they could pick one or two things, or we've already taken right. care of this at a separate thing. Yeah. And we're just you read the name, you read the you know if it's valedictorian, salutatorian, they'll get to speak, and we move on. There's maybe another reason that it goes a little long, Derek, is when the principal and Coach Case did a very good job saying, "Hey, everyone's name they would like to hear." Okay, maybe that's a part of it right there. When you say the names in such a monotone and boring way, then the people that do cheer, you can hear them over the monotone, boring way. Yeah, yeah. Give me a little bit. So yeah, you want you I'm want some pri- you want some prices right up there. You Derek, want some, I'm just saying. How hard is it to say? Yeah. What's your middle name? Yeah. How, what's your middle name? Nolan. Okay. How hard is it to say? Frederick Nolan Big Lane. Next up, Lisa Wildman Big Lane. But with some a little bit. Put your put your mouth into the microphone. Let's give it a little bit of. I mean, come on, you have to. I mean, let's give it a little bit of excitement. Matthew Wilson Crane, come will, on down. That's fine. Awesome. awesome. That's hey, awesome. I, look, I will do this if they want to pay me. I will do every scratch that. I'll do one graduation <laughs> per year, probably Hernando. Second thing, uh, like you said, your mom was an educator. Mom was too. It was very neat to see Corey Oswalton's son Jackson graduated. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Corey got up as I thought he was going to hand him his diploma. He got up and gave Jackson a really big hug at the end, like as. Dwayne handing him his diploma. Yeah. He moved on another 10 feet. Jackson and, and Corey gave each other a hug. We take for granted how much the Usselton boys and a lot of Coach Case's son and that, how much the administrators, their kids give their mom and dad yeah. to other kids for so I many times. a lot of ridicule. Well, Corey Usselton, well, Corey Usselton gets a – he goes to every graduation. He's a number of – he's missed a lot of uh, – Usselton boy games mm-hmm. to go to the Center Hill girls volleyball game that he knows you know, that has no no right. no thing there. So I thought that was really neat that they had that opportunity that that opportunity to embrace and and congratulate because high school graduation and Jackson was you know a bit decorated in his um you know his, the different things that he had on and stuff and you know it's we, we take for granted how much those kids uh, have to give up when it comes to principals and administrators um, of their parents to other kids and so I thought that was a really neat thing but. Again, since our last show, a lot of graduations, all the graduations are just about to wrap up. So congratulations to all those kids again for 2023, and we really appreciate that. Part of, Derek, I saw last week tons and tons of smiles, smiles everywhere, smiling for the camera, smiling with a diploma, smiling because uh, Lil Pookie had gotten their uh, <laughs> Lil Pookie. <laughs> and that's another thing, Derek. There may be a special place in a certain place for those people that just can't stand it. They're going to yell at graduation. Yeah. Uh, please hold your applause. Please hold your applause. No, no, so all the no, kids, no. and by person number 68, no. all bets are off. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you. there's a special place for those people. There I, just is. Yeah, I, I will say this. I, I completely <laughs> agree. Unless it is the, literally the first in your family okay. to ever graduate, okay. let's get excited. If this is a normal routine, right. let, let's let, that there's a, a it's a time and a place. Right. I it's hear a time you. and a place. A lot of smiles. And when I speak of smiles, you know what we're talking about on the UTW Podcast. Our longtime sponsor, been with us for a number of years now, the DeSoto Family Dental Care. They have been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, implants, implant-supported dentures, general dentistry, and now Invisalign. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process from the beginning to the end. The office is designed to provide a safe, 
comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can give them a call today at 662-429-5239. That's 429-5239. Derek, they've been the official dentist of the UTW podcast for a number of years now. They work with your family, my family, a number of families that you and I both know. Great people over at DeSoto Family Dental Care. Give them a call again, 662-429-5239. We really appreciate the years of support, DeSoto Family Dental Care. We certainly will uh, continue to frequent your business, and we really appreciate all the love that you've given us. We're, you and I are friends with Dr. Paroli and Dr. Trotter very well, know both of their wives and their kids, and just really good people, and uh, we wish them nothing but success and uh, a great summer of 2023. Speaking of summer of 2023, let's turn our attention to our UTW podcast shout outs, which is going to be, uh, well, a couple, Derek, only a couple of shout outs left. Tell us about next Friday, the DeSoto Arts Council, their first Friday back porch party. And then Derek's going to read a list off of the wonderful event. The sunset on the square is back right here in Hernando for the month of June. And Derek's going to give you the list of those acts that'll be playing from seven to nine on the Hernando square. Derek, tell us about the DeSoto Arts Council's big event next week. So, Matt, usually we start with uh, you know, the Thursday comes before Friday or June 1st comes before June 2nd. But want to start with the June 2nd first so we can save all the bands from the sunset on the square uh, for last. And so next Friday, again, not this Friday, but June 2nd is the second back porch party of the season. The artist featured will be Catherine Wright, Laura Mayo, Melba Parker, and Nancy Kurtz. So a wonderful uh, quartet of women whose art will be displayed. And the live music that night will be by Brian Blake and Dan Cochran. Again, Brian Blake and Dan Cochran. Cochran, 7 to 9 p.m. next Friday, June the 2nd, on the back porch. Remember, if you're a member of the Arts Council, your first one or two drinks, you'll get a drink tickets that are free. Uh, after that, they're $5, and they're, of course, they're $5 for non-members. Everybody is welcome. This is not an exclusive event. Anybody, any of the public can welcome, can come, can listen. Uh, you can buy a drink. You can get a Coke, get a water. You can just um, you know, just sit and listen, but it should be beautiful, beautiful uh, to listen to. And so, uh, again, next Friday, June June the second, the second back porch party of the season, uh, and the uh, I guess the, the the final one that we're going <laughs> to alert you about. Uh, they will continue all the way through October, so the first Friday of the month through the month of October, they'll be having these. So be looking for those on the Arts Council website, uh, maybe on the Chamber Facebook page. I believe they send it out uh, every time they send their email out. So look for those and come join us uh, on the back porch of the Arts Council. And the mat uh, the day before that on June first and every Thursday in. June. June 1st, 8th, 15th, 22nd, and 29th. It is the 2023 Sunset on the Square taking place from 7 to 9 p.m. right there on the courthouse lawn. A wonderful five acts this year starting on June the 1st with the Amber McCann Band. Again, this is next Thursday, a week from today that you're listening to this. The Rodell McCord Band will be on June 8th. Truck Patch Revival on June 15th. Kevin and Bethany Page on June 22nd and ending on June 29th when Twin Soul. So every Thursday in June, if you're in town, if you're not on vacation, your Thursday night should be booked from 7 to 9 p.m. right there on the square. We want to say thank you to the chamber. Uh, thank you for the sponsors. We'll give their sponsors out, Matt. It's our last right. show. Sure. Uh, First Horizon. 95, Who cares? <laughs> 95.3 The Rebel and Guess FM uh, 100.1 are the sponsors for the sunset on the square this year. So really looking forward to that, being able to go out there. And, and Matt, if it's anything like the weather we've been having these last few days, it should be absolutely gorgeous uh, for the, this season. So really looking forward to the back porch party and to all the Thursdays 
in June. Absolutely. Derek, thank you to all those nonprofits that have worked with us over the last 33 months about uh, their events and different things. Uh, shout out to you guys for trying to make a difference, doing something to make a difference in Hernando, uh, DeSoto County at large in this area. We really, really appreciate it and thank, uh, thankful to you. And uh, we've enjoyed um, you know, talking about y'all's events and whether we talked a little bit longer about them or we gave them a quick shout out to hopefully more people would frequent it. We really appreciate all the work and all the things that you do. Derek, as we close our last show, you and I have been members of the crew of Fernando since day one. Crew Fernando will be having a Tee Off for Teachers second annual golf tournament coming up in July. Please look at the Crew Fernando Facebook page uh, when you can about that. Teams are still available. Um, it's it's a wonderful event. We raised over $21,000 last year for teacher grants. And so um, a lot of people don't know that we do that, but uh, a lot of people do. So if you are a Hernando teacher, we want to encourage you to apply for the DeSoto Economic Council Grant. Mm -hmm. You should know what we're talking about. If you don't know what we're talking about, talk to your principal. Please consider applying for that uh, as we continue to. We, we were able to fund all of the grant requests last year. But if you're one of those teachers, uh, please apply for the grants. Uh, I think the cap is $500. So we funded, uh, or like I said, around $20,000 worth. So we were able to fund every Hernando teacher grant, which allowed all the rest of the county teachers to get taken care of in another way, That's correct. which uh, which makes a big difference um, you know, all throughout the county. So really excited to do that. TL for Teachers, Crew Fernando Facebook page. Go see that uh, soon. Well, Derek, we've mentioned the A-Fair. We've mentioned the Sunset on the Square. Let's talk real quick about what happens on the Hernando Square every Saturday from May 1st through October is going to be the Hernando Farmer's Market, the award-winning Farmer's Market, the best Farmer's Market in the state of Mississippi, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday throughout the month of October. Derek, uh, you frequent the Farmer's Market. What kind of different things do they have there that you that you can see every Saturday morning, the vendors they have? Oh, every Saturday morning, you're going to see fresh meat. Uh, you're going to see milk and eggs. Uh, actually, eggs now from several different vendors. You're going to see fresh guacamole, uh, chips, fresh pico de gallo, salsa. You're going to sit from one booth. Uh, they grind the coffee and make the coffee right there on a, on a grill. And so you can get fresh bagged coffee. Uh, you can get all kind of like jarred fruits and jellies. Uh, you can get homemade uh, items, homemade uh, ice cookies, all kind of cakes and stuff like that. Great. And then as the season progresses, we're not, we're not there yet, especially since we had such a harsh winter, the vegetables will start coming out. You'll have uh, peaches from Pontotoc. You'll have blueberries from Nesbitt and from down in Coldwater. Uh, you'll have, of course, everybody bringing in their sweet corn. You know, they'll be bringing in zucchini and squash and tomatoes, everything that you can imagine uh that comes on in really starting about the middle of june so i would say another three weeks you'll start seeing all those roll in and those will last well through the end of july into august before it kind of starts burning out and and then uh then it'll be then mainly toward the end of the season you're looking at a lot of uh watermelons and, and corn and stuff like that so just a wonderful wonderful farmer's market uh you can also buy soaps homemade soaps homemade honey uh, homemade uh, other arts and crafts, wood cutting boards. I mean, just any kind of homemade craft item or food you will see there on the Hernando Square. And again, the award-winning Hernando uh, Farmer's Market right there on the square, which, I mean, always continuously named uh, in the top 10 in the Mississippi and basically really the uh, the southeastern region. So just really congratulations to Gia and all that she does for the city uh, and for the farmer's market. And we want to thank her again for, I guess, mentioning it or, or asking the city and for the city's sponsorship of our show. Yeah, last year they were a sponsor for the entire six months. This year they work with us for, for one month. Derek, you mentioned Peaches. How, how did a song that simply said, moving to the country, 
going to eat a lot of pe- peaches. How did that? I have no idea. How did that become? Like, I, I mean, that was a song of the think, summer or something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, as you, I guess that's I, a farmers market song. Right? As you yeah. feel about EMF, is how I feel about that song. I, I oh, so we're opposite I on that. Cannot turn that song off. All right, so that is not even their best. Their best song is "She's Lump." Yeah, that's their best song. Oh no, that's she's a better lump is, song. Lump is very is, good. Is this? Hang on, it's our last show, so we can say this. We we have I've encouraged my son, your son, any man. Any male that will listen to me, I've encouraged them to learn how to play guitar yes. and sing. Yes. Is that not an absolute testament to a little bit of talent can probably go a long way yeah. if you just put yourself out I mean, there? You can because, literally think of uh, two verses and just say them over and over I mean, and over again. Well, I mean, Green Day. I mean, that guy's one of the most yeah. probably unattractive yeah. men in the history of the world. And he's, I mean, Meatloaf, my God. I mean, yeah, Meatloaf. Me, oh, he could sing, though. He, he could, yeah. He, he could he sing. He had pipes. I mean, yeah, he, could, he could sing. <laughs> I mean, he had diabetes and a good voice. Uh, Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Thank you, Hernando Farmers Market, for a bit working with us and believing us. Thank you, Gia Matheny, and your team over there. They do a wonderful job. Get out every Saturday for the rest of the summer into the fall, 8 to 1. The beautiful Hernando Square is transformed into the best farmers market in the area. Hernando Farmers Market. Derek, we've teased it a couple of times. Our uh, there's two teams still playing. Two teams. We may not have a show to be able to give them a <laughs> shout out, but they're still playing hard. Two baseball teams, one from North Point, one from Lewisburg. These boys might just pull it off. Give us about that. Well, we're gonna see, Matt. So North Point. Uh, this is going back to last week. North Point loses game one, one nothing, uh, in the final of Substate, but then comes back and wins game two, 6-3, and then wins game three, 7-3, to advance to the final four double elimination tournament that took place in Murfreesboro starting Tuesday night. So made it uh, past Substate, the finals of Substate, of course came in second in the region, and then entered the final four, which again is a lot different than Mississippi does it, uh, up in Murfreesboro where they have their spring fling. This is the third straight year for North Point to make the state finals, and where they have finished runner-up both in the last two years. The final four teams this year were North Point, Good Pasture, Silverdale, and Christian Academy of Knoxville, with North Point playing Christian Academy in the first game Tuesday night. In that game Tuesday night, North Point got four runs of the first and one of the second on their way to a 12-3 victory with a four-hit, eight-strikeout performance by J.B. Williams. Hudson Brown led at the plate for the Trojans, going five for five with two doubles, and Sammy Chapman went three for four. The win was the first first-round win for the Trojans in the last three years, and they were now one win away from the championship game. They then faced Good Pasture on Wednesday, today, when we're filming the show, at 12.30 p.m., so right after lunchtime, the defending state champions who beat North Point for the state championship last year. North Point got one in the second and another in the third, and Connor McNatt goes six and two-thirds innings before reaching the pitch count, and Kale Farr comes in to close it out and get a 4-1 win to get North Point one win away from a state championship. Hudson Brown was, again, perfect at the plate, going two for two with two doubles, and K.L. Farr got both the save and was three for three at the plate. They will now play the winner of Good Pasture and Silverdale, who will play this afternoon in the loser's bracket, and that winner will face North Point tomorrow at 10 a.m. North Point will need one win to be state champions, while whoever the winner is tonight will have to beat them twice. Good luck, Trojans. And here at the UTW Podcast, we won't be covering whether or not you win that, uh, but we do hope that the third time is a charm. Absolutely. And then moving on to Lewisburg, coming again from last week, having already won game one in deciding fashion against Germantown, covered on our last show, Lewisburg won game two, four to three last Thursday night on a walk-off double by Sam Richardson to sweep Germantown in two games and make it to the state finals. It caps an incredible season for Lewisburg, who will now play Gulfport in Pearl, 
So the two teams, Matt, literally could not be that's geographically exactly further apart. That's I mean, exactly how it's supposed yeah. to be. You can't have a pedal playing in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, three miles away. <laughs> so Lewisburg from the far north of Mississippi playing Gulfport from the extreme far south. We'll meet in Pearl starting game one starting next Tuesday, May 30th. So they take this entire week off. Why uh, is that? Graduation maybe? I guess. I, yeah. I, I just think, and of course, Lewisburg's already graduated, right, but sure. I guess they account for that. So game one starts next Tuesday, May 30th. Game two will be Thursday, June the 1st. Again, all of this is in Pearl. Game three, if needed, would be Saturday, June the 3rd. Well, so, they go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, rest, and the pitchers can have some rest oh, there. Oh, yeah, they have. Yeah. A, a Tuesday, Saturday person could go again. Oh, and that's, and that's how Mississippi, I mean, that's how okay. they do every round. I mean, again, that's is, I explained on the show how, yes. how we got beat out because our guy couldn't do that because, yeah. anyway, um, that's how it's always been done. So, again, a lot different than Tennessee, but uh, that's the way it's going to work. And, you know, we're not going to be here next week or the week after to let you know how the Patriots did. We want to wish the Patriots good luck. Uh, guys, y'all been playing uh, lights out all year, really hoping that we're getting a Tennessee State Championship and a Mississippi State Championship coming here back under the water tower. Pulling for you guys. Uh, good luck. And, again, all your listeners, please go to DeSotoCountyNews.com uh, or Twitter uh, to Lewisburg or North Point Twitter to see who won those championships. Uh, North Point we will know Thursday afternoon. And then, of course, Lewisburg won't be for another week, week and a half. So good luck to those teams. Yeah, good luck, Trojans. Good luck, Patriots. Uh, you know, really enjoyed covering you guys over the last three years and uh, we wish you nothing but the best and hopefully uh, could bring a trophy home would be pretty pretty neat man that's a, that's, a, that's my last my last your, sports your last on, sports last sports so gonna miss uh, football season uh, this yeah fall. football season you covered your son a couple of seasons for the trojans and stuff but uh we are uh, officially moving on <laughs> uh, we can sign out turn out the lights is that what it is? you know so we're moving on from there something we finished our show with want to uh, it's a big part of mine and derek's lives we want to encourage people how we finish our show each and every week is encouraging you to visit a local church this coming weekend um now's the time to get back in church there are more churches in this area than you can count, both in Hernando and DeSoto County. You pass a church going to school, you pass a church going to work or whatever, and you think, I might would want to visit there. Find their Facebook page, find their website. They will tell you what time their services are. As uh, we sign off, like I said, Derek and I att attend Hernando Methodist Church, 845 and 1055 traditional, 9 o'clock table service. We'd love to welcome young families. It's a little bit more uh, contemporary. We'd love to welcome you there at the 9 o'clock table service with Hernando Methodist if you are interested. Derek is a Sunday school class teacher. Derek, on our last show, what are you uh, guys turning your attention to for the um, you know this week and maybe for the next uh, few weeks? Well, we're going to be finishing the book, Liturgy of the Ordinary. Right. Uh, we're going to go back to Chapter 4. We did not cover Luke and keys last week we will cover it this week last week we um, wished farewell to two of our families that have been in our Sunday school who are moving out of town so it was a, a great uh, I guess morning of fellowship everybody brought you know kind of breakfast brunch food and just you know had a good time just talking with them yeah. and sharing they kind of shared you know where they were going and and you know where they were going to live and so it was just a just a wonderful time and, and it was sad to see them go by and we know one family will be stopping in from time to time uh, the other one, not sure when they'll be back, but uh, just a, a great. They're always welcome. And, of course, anybody's welcome to the class, but that they will uh, be welcome anytime they're back in town. So that's but this week we'll get back into the book, uh, Losing Keys, uh, which I know we've all done in our lifetime and kind of, you know, how that can relate to God. 
before we sign off, Derek, I mean, most people know, especially if you've been listening to our show for quite a while, I work with our youth group on Wednesday nights. Um, I want to encourage summertime is one of those times where people fall out of uh, Wednesday night youth groups, Wednesday night opportunities to go and do those different things. As uh, if, if the summer, you know, people are on vacations, they're busy, they're playing sports, whatever it is. Uh, I want to encourage parents especially, please encourage your kid as we get school started back in August, please encourage your kids to join and be a part of a Wednesday night church youth group. Um, I grew up in those youth groups. Uh, Derek, you probably did as well. Mm-hmm. A massive part of Wednesday nights for us, you know, uh, you know, if you have a coach or something like that that is uh, saying no, we're going to practice on Wednesday nights. I want to encourage you to choose Wednesday nights for our kids to go and 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 let that be an opportunity and a safe place for them to go and hear the gospel. I want to encourage that as we begin to wrap up the show. Wednesdays, as we start school back in August, if your kid is in middle school, if your kid's in high school, there's only a certain amount of hours that your youth pastors and your small group leaders have to work with them. Please consider coming back to church on Wednesday nights, uh, especially for the youth. So, yeah, Derek, so typically this is where I would tell you all the different thank yous for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But instead of doing that, Derek, go ahead and mention a few thank yous that you'd like to do from uh, me and you with the UCW Podcast. I want to say, you know, obviously first thank our families uh, to allow uh, us or me to pursue the crazy idea of doing a podcast Um, and for trusting me not to get fired from anything I said. I I think we've done a, a pretty good job. I've never had... Anybody from the bank call me and say, hey, man, you need to stop the show or do anything like that. So um, I want to thank the, my family for allowing um, me the time to do this. And you know, I try to do it where I, they were not affected, but still it, it you know, was some time and some stress on me. Well, hang on a second. When we first started, we were we, you and I have recorded shows as late as 1130 because we wanted to see how games finished. That's right. And we also were doing three shows a week. Three shows a week first when we started. <laughs> Just- and I remember a particular show after a crew of Fernando meeting. <laughs> and that's when I told you I'm no longer doing those that late after a yeah. meeting. So anyway, that that's uh, but we don't say thank you to the time that we missed because of that. I want to thank my sister. Uh, those of y'all that yep. don't know, my sister, basically up until uh, probably around February, March of this year, was doing all of our artwork for free. So thank you, Rebecca, to all the uh, all the many times we sent you the artwork way too late, or or you know trying to rush you to get it back to us thank you for that and so we want to say uh for all the things she did again on, on for absolutely free uh she was just wonderful for two and a half years to everyone who took an hour of their life to listen to us three times and then two times and now one time a week we want to thank you just for the time we really appreciate it uh it, it's it's funny because you don't you see the numbers you know how the shows are going and yet you're still good when somebody says, hey, I really appreciate you saying this or, hey, I did not know about this or, hey, thank you for watching this so I don't have to and those sort of things. Yeah. So it means a lot. And then, of course, all the text and, and phone calls we've been getting once we let everybody know it's going to be our last show. It really means a lot. But the main thing is, is that you, you, just, you choose to take an hour Absolutely. of your week to listen to my terrible voice. Thank you. Uh, for that, uh, to all of our advertisers, I mean yeah. Matt, you've already thanked the the current ones, but even the ones in the past. I mean sure. you invested you invested in us. Uh, I hope you gained some business for your generosity. But we want to say thank you for supporting us and allowing us to do this, if even for a little part of our life. And Matt, to you, I mean you Thanks, know, what buddy. a what a great journey. I uh, really have enjoyed this. Um, and of course we we will record together again. Uh, but this is something we can always say that we do, whether people say this was successful or not, doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. We took a chance. We did it. It was great. You know, we got a couple positive comments about it. And so I can always say, you know, 
20 years from now, 30 years from now, I'll my grandkids and whether podcasts are still around or not, you know, they can say, well, I would love to do one. And I'm like, well, you know what? Granddaddy did yeah. that. And so anyway, it was a pretty cool thing. So I want to appreciate, uh, I want to just say thank you to, to everybody on that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Again, thank you to my family, of course. Like you mentioned, three shows and two shows and one show. Um, you and I started this August of 2020 um, because- First day of school. First day of school, then August. And thank God our kids went to school. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's yeah. be honest. That's where that we were August at that point. Yeah, at that particular time, first day of school, we, uh, you know, our kids went back to school, and and I, I needed some fellowship. I needed some some opportunities to see other people and stuff like that because my business was absolutely. I didn't know where it was, and um, luckily we've been blessed and things have changed, and um, we're rocking and rolling, and you're doing great, and and we have graduates and college freshmen and now sophomores, and a lot of stuff has happened over the last couple of years, and and so we want to thank all of our listeners, the people that have gone, even those that liked our show. And maybe those that listened and hung on every word to, uh, um, well, you mentioned social media earlier, Derek. I'll just leave it at that. But uh, we want to uh, just say thank you, and we really appreciate all the different love that we've you know, we, we've, we've given. Derek and I will be back at some point with maybe different shows, reactions to different things, or updates about our lives. So we don't know exactly what that looks like. But thank you so much for all the fun you've given us on the UTW Podcast. And for the last time, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Hope to see you around under the water tower.